Hello. I, I don't. Yeah, it's much better now. Okay. I think your Wi-Fi had something to do with it too. No, no. I like I said, I was working with my uh, headphones, and uh, it kept falling out of the phone auxiliary. So I put my phone back in its case and went to my car to get the special auxiliary for the case that I have. Uh... And the uh, headphone jack actually sticks in there a lot better than the regular phone port. So. Very nice. Yes. Sorry, I'm trying to pinpoint where I'm trying to go. So, um... Uh, okay, so we know nothing about Metro Exodus, which is fine. Uh, Resident Evil 2? Oh, shit. Resident Evil 2, which, interesting enough, if you go to the PlayStation right now, I believe they still have the 30-shot demo. The 30-shot demo? Yes. 30-shot demo where you get to play the game. I believe you could do either Leon or Claire, same as in the game. But you get 30 minutes to play from it. Oh, it's a stupid-ass one. Sorry. Yeah. Whenever you play the 30 minutes, practically allows you to do the explore. You can play the game as if you're uh, just gaming through it. So if you can do a speed run through 30 minutes, I mean, hell, you're amazing. For Leon, it starts you off, I believe, right after the truck crash. And you running into the... uh, police station and Claire it actually starts you off after you save Shirley yeah yeah so just interesting tidbit if you did not know there's a lot of things I don't know yes I can tell (laughs) Anyways, now getting back to my marksmanship over here. I gotta shoot an arrow through two holes of a rock. Man, I was about to say, that must be very hard for you. It's better than hitting the third hole on a bad try. Anyways, <laughs> um, another one is Seriku Shadow, Shadow something. It won't let me look at it. Or Crackdown 3, Days Gone, Skull and Bones, Rage 2, Doom Internal, Gears 5. Which features a female this time around. Mortal Kombat 11, Trials, Ori, another Ori game. Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. Jump Force is supposed to be a really good one. Have you seen the trailers at, at Walmart? I've seen a good amount of trailers, and I've even seen a trailer where they have an unexpected character that comes in, uh, Light Yagami, and what was his name? The Shinigami. Ryuk. Ryuk stands behind Light, so it kind of is interesting. I wonder what his super or his uh, final ultimate move would be. You know, does he use the death note and uh, one hit KO an enemy if it uh, works? You know, does it test the character's anime knowledge? That, yeah, that, that would be uh, quite interesting to see. Give a whole list of names if you uh, hit your opponent. It's like, which character is this? Feel bad for the Naruto fans. Why you say that? Because Naruto's highly popular. And, you know, I'm pretty sure people would be able to tell the difference between Naruto and, say, the pirate from One Piece. Because I could tell you, I don't even know his name. Is like what Ling? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn, that was a Ling. Is Ling the pirate from One Piece? Yuffie. Yuffie. See, I I wouldn't be able to use 
light Yagami's ultimate whatsoever. God, or if he just had to like trace a symbol with him or something, some BS like that, right? Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, so those are the top games that are coming out. That's what Google says. Um, Code Vein's been pushed back again. Sonic, oh my God, what the hell is that? Sonic Team Racing? Um, Wasteland 3, Left Alive, The Surge 2, uh, Demon X Machinima, uh, World, really? Really Uh, what? <laughs> no, there's stupid ass. So Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which is understandable, that's supposed to be the next um, Marvel versus Capcom. A oh, Place yeah. Tale, which is going to be a Telltale series, which is fine. Generation Zero, I heard of it, but I don't remember it. And then World War Z, like the movie. World War Z, the movie. Well, it doesn't say the movie, it just. Just just says World War Z, and I'm saying it, it's like the movie. Oh wow! Uh, World War Z. That's actually can't say I've heard of that coming out. That's interesting. Yeah, but see, that was the last one on the list, so I'm not really surprised. Yeah. It must have like literally just been pushed out and as an idea and someone worked with it basically uh, or it was a supposed to be a freaking uh, game in the first place so looking like sonic team racing team sonic racing that's what it's called uh, it looks like a revamp of the old ones go fig <laughs> you know when i hear team sonic racing it no. kind of reminds me of the games or uh, GameCube game Mario Kart Double Double Dash is what I believe it was. Yeah, you know, that's what it makes me think of. You know, you have someone on the cart, and then you have a player behind you who's operating all your items, your attack buttons, and stuff like that. Because the cart driver, all he had to do was drive, while the uh, person on the back was thrown like the bananas the shells and all that and then you could swap around so the person up front could actually use their item so that would be an awesome thing to see if they implement that in their game yeah but we're talking about a sonic uh, title where what was it um sorry where racing games has like it's never really been popular like because of uh what was it called <sighs> i mean sh- let's put it this way it's uh they're trying to match up to mario kart yeah yeah and, and it's not gonna happen yeah i could see it not working out i mean but then again you know you have like crash team racing which I believe they were implementing a remaster on PlayStation 4, and people are actually really excited about that. Maybe it's because Crash was before Mario, I don't know, or before Mario Kart. I, well, no, I can't even say no, that. There's, it, it's um, Sony trying to push... Like the nostalgia factor, because there's no good games, so we're gonna duplicate the old ones. Yeah, we saw yeah. plenty of that. You had the Crash remaster, you have the Spyro remaster. I mean, look at the Outer Worlds. That's supposed to be like a Borderland knockoff. Yeah. So I can only imagine what's gonna happen with that. And then we got Bio Mutant, which is supposed to be what? I don't know. There wasn't much. Uh, there was a trailer during E3, but there wasn't much from that. I haven't seen anything on it, and I know it's not like uh, targeted advertising right now. Yeah. And then, uh, so I was scrolling through and double checking these, like Ace Commander Seven, Skies Unknown. They got a pre-order package at GameStop right now, and it's uh, basically a flight control simulator. Like instead of a driving wheel, you have like the the dashboard of a 
uh, whatever plane they fly. Like, I'm not good with planes. But, um... Neither am I. Anyways, um, I just got bucked. <laughs> um... Now that we also got something that I find a little interesting, Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 2. There was the uh, first Psychonauts. Did you not play the first Psychonauts? I don't believe I did. It was back on the PS2? Yeah. Chances are I didn't play it then. I can't even remember what all I featured mainly on PlayStation 2 when I was playing it. Kingdom Hearts. I know I did Kingdom Hearts, but see, I wasn't as into it as I am now days. No, I got you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get this. Oh, so as you know, I'm trying to collect shrines right now, and it's just kind of annoying. It's all good. So I got to look around areas I haven't been in. A lot of these areas I've already been, but they're just like hiding secrets. Oh, it's all good. Hell, I'm sitting here fighting seven other people for a ball. Cool. I got it right on the money. So, uh, some more frame news for you. They finally vaulted uh, Nova Prime and Mac Prime again. Okay. So, if you, so, didn't, man- if you didn't manage to grab the uh, the $60 pack that had both of them and the weapons, you're kind of screwed out of it unless you're doing relic runs and people are stupid enough to drop them. <laughs> if they're smart enough, they'd sit there and run it for a lot of plat basically what they're going to do, but it's not yeah. going to be right away. It's going to be in a while. Yeah. Like, in maybe about a month, they'll probably go from 150 to 300 again, because that's how it was the first time, and it's hilarious to go back and look at my PC account, and I ha- already have Mac Prime, Frost Prime, Ember Prime, Nova Prime, uh, Rhino Prime, Nix Prime. I think Loki's the only one I didn't have. Damn, drop me down and dust hell. I think on uh, Xbox, the only thing I had was Hydroid Prime. Mm, that's, yeah. that's, that's if I'm even correct. Right. All right, let's see how much time we got going. So I want to average, it's only been 13 minutes, give or take. Um, so I want to average about 30 minutes per podcast, but because it's about to be 7 o'clock, I do have to cut it short. Um, we're going to jump into another topic real quick. What's uh, your opinion about the... Hmm. So what, so what do you think of my stream so far? Aside from the bad communication skills and the uh, lack of uh, editing videos, what do you think, think so far? I think your streams are uh, quite interesting. Uh, yeah, communication skills is one of the topics, like you said. But uh, other than that, I find your streams actually quite enjoyable. You know, watching you fail, watching you succeed, it's a... Uh, it's a journey. Yes, you you really don't know what you're going to see in one of your streams, which is uh, kind of great. You know, the mystery of knowing that you ain't some pro gamer. You're a moderate gamer who does what he does. Right, and that was gonna. that's kind of my stick, if you will, or my gimmick, that I'm an average gamer that can do anything and everything else everybody else can so i will eventually play like um fortnite and i'll eventually play um what's another pain in the ass game i may already play warframe um then the idea of going about the the budget route so there there's a a thing i'm going to start doing called the budget route which is taking a game 
and editing it down, basically make a trailer for it, but from the viewpoint of a free-to-play player. So somebody who has a computer but doesn't know what a game is, tips, tricks, um, questions that should be answered as soon as you start the game. Can I spam it? Can I speedrun it? Does it really matter kind of questions, you know? Yeah. Like taking DFO, for example. It's a game you can speedrun and you only need one other person to help you out. You don't need four unless you're doing a raid, and even then, that's six. And I still haven't done it, so I can't really get content for it. So I'm just kind of meh about that so far. But aside from that, like DFO, uh, that's like a major thing I want to do because I have a passion about it. And then you turn around and do, um, what's the other one? Um, Vindictus, and then you do Warframe. Of course, you got to do Warframe last because they're already doing a lot of stuff for themselves. So, I mean, I'm not saying I need to help them, but I would love to be recognized by them. Indeed. So. I'm double checking my shrines. I really don't want to spend time up in the fire area. You know, something that I'm really excited for. You know, uh, Yes, we already know Kingdom Hearts 3, but you showed me a trailer here recently, and I can't get it out of my head. A 3D <laughs> version of DFO. Yeah, that's going to be... So that's part of the reason why I have a passion project for DFO. So DFO 3D, if you guys have been part of my Discord, uh, I put a, a video up, which is basically a teaser trailer of what's going on with DFO and Neo people. Neo people being the publishers and the... Uh, People who picked up the mess that Nexon kind of left them. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm saying it's going to be in par to Vindictus and Warframe. It's going to be a game that's going to be multi-platformed. It's going to be uh, free to play, but it's not going to be play to win or pay to win. Thank goodness. I must say, I mean, of course, uh, DFO already has that kind of aspect to it. Like, you can purchase physical clothing, and it can up your stats, but that's it. Yeah. And it's usually by one or two points, not by ten. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd be able to survive a uh, Slayer coming at me, especially a Berserker, with high-level gear armor that's raised by ten points. Yeah, you don't want to face a what level six or yeah sixty eight that's been boosted to a level one hundred. Yeah, practically. Yeah, but um, I am super excited. But like, I hope they don't go like the the route that Vindictus did, where it's like, okay, so we got a game for you, but we're gonna make you read half of it. Gameplay, yeah. gameplay is solid. But you're gonna have to read everything. It's like, wait, what? Uh, I'm out of school. I really don't like reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to read if you don't have to. There you go. Uh man, I, just watching the video, how some of the sword skills was going through. Uh, like the berserker master. Yeah, the Blade Master, the Berserker. I mean, right. that was awesome. I want to see how they implement like their gunner, their mage. Yeah, and like I said before, those are cover art that they're teasing. But what I was going to say is the uh, the Berserker's uh, Blood Wave is an iconic stamp of the Berserker because it's one of his prerequisites for an awakening. And it's, um, you know, he slams the ground he gets pillar of bloods so that come out of the ground in a cone shape. And then the way that they transported it to 3D makes it feel natural. But I am yeah. going to have to say, when I saw it, it reminded me of Diablo. Hmm. Like, I don't know if you played Diablo 3 at all, but there was this, uh, there's an ability within the Berserker that you smash a button and it just covers a whole bunch of area. 
Yeah. And it's a tidal wave, if you will. All right. Well, I am going to have to cut it off. Um, we got 15 minutes till. I'm going to see what I can do. So I hopefully we'll pick this back up and fix everything. But uh, I will get back with you. Okay. Sounds good. This is who you're listening to. It's Nazrak from DBM Gaming. So if you guys have uh, been following me on my streams on YouTube or Twitch, I haven't really touched Twitch in a while, but I've been doing a lot of research and doing some lovely stuff lately. Um, So of course, uh, every podcast we're going to start with some lovely stories. And what stories do we have? Well, guess what? If you join my Discord and you're willing to join me uh, during the podcast, I put stories into our podcast uh, channel so I can easily click them. A lot of them are just really simple things that you just Google um, gaming news and it's within the top 15 or just like within the few buttons. But... uh, we're going to go ahead and kick it off. Story 1. Cyberpunk 2077 creative director leaves CD Projekt Red to join Blizzard. What does that mean? Who knows? So clicking on uh, the link will send you to, of course, a news article that explains everything on who she is and what she's done for a little while. But um, she's had a 13-year career with Project Red. Um, uh, Stephanie Rose... Th- uh, Stephanie rose through the ranks of the Junior Dialogue of Winter 2006 lead story design in 2010, before she was promoted to a creative director of Cyberpunk 2077 in 2013. Stephanie passed the projects including The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Witcher 2 on Xbox 360, The Witcher 2, The Witcher Enhanced Edition, and the original The Witcher. In other words, uh, this lady who was probably a key element for Project Red has just left basically she went to blizzard um so cyber 20 uh, cyberpunk 2077's open war rpg based on the 1988 tabletop game cyberpunk 2020 doesn't have a film yet release date yet what well, i love how it has a film release date i i don't think they type that out right because isn't it it literally says in the before sentence it is an open-world RPG based on the 2018, or 20, 1988 tabletop game Cyberpunk 2020. It does not have a film release date yet, any mini-game release date, but rumors have been pointing in the 2019 launch window. It's probably going to be one of those uh, uh, Christmas games that everybody listens or listens to. You know, everybody listens to games, guys. Anyways. Going back to the story, uh, my opinion about this so far, she has left Project Red, uh, a key director, yeah, key director at that, leaving Project Red that has influence on Witcher 3 and 2, and basically the Winter series, so the way they type it out is a little weird. Um, she's really good then, she has a... Um, a reputation and she's going to blizzard and blizzard is a year of the pig recently so she's a dry design director so maybe we're going to get some better skins on overwatch or we're going to get another good movie out of it it's really hard to say i mean if they're trying to imply a movie then yeah i guess so um has uh, whatever um that's pretty much all I have to say. Just she's going to Blizzard. She will benefit from it. I mean, maybe she'll make Destiny look good. I haven't played that game in a good while. Um, to me, that sounds like a good idea. That's just me, though. Alright, going to story number two. This was more uh, for my friend if he was actually going to freaking join. Hey, I need to look at that. Anyways, um, Kingdom Hearts 3 review. Great news for fans ahead of uh, January 29th release date. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is about to launch in the UK, which means reviews are going live. Very simply put, because uh, speedy time goes fast, speedy time review goes fast. I don't see why reviews really matter. It's just going to get a 5 or 10 star or whatever, however they rank it. I don't see the problem. But it basically says available on PS4 and Xbox One, which I actually thought it was for um, 
PC too. I don't know why. Hopefully they're gonna port it later like they did with Monster Hunter. Because I love to see some mods on there. And or a switch one at that. Like I was having this uh talk with my friend. I was just like, why don't they put the uh Kingdom Hearts on Switch? It's a family friendly console with a friendly family game. I'm not saying it would be bad, I just like well, I guess technically couldn't it just it wouldn't hold it very well, but still the uh, the idea the idea idea uh, whatever anyways the idea of it going to switch is just a figment of my imagination. I just got a switch. I'm pushing everything on there, but um, going back to Xbox One and PS4, I think it'll probably be best on PS4 because of the way the Pro is going out right now. Anyways. Um, because of the first wave, the score is going live on January 24th. That's today. According to... It's, shit, is today really the 24th? It is the 24th. Welcome to the... Freaking... What, January 24th podcast? This is number story number two. Or, story number two. That's a God damn it. This is podcast number two. Um, on a side note, I actually read somewhere that a lot of people don't... Oh, no, I, I heard it from another podcast people I, I listened to. And they actually, uh, they said a lot of people don't get past 10. And that's my personal goal, to actually get past 10. I don't know. Sorry for the bad talking. I'm just going to put it out there. I have a speech impediment problem, and that's literally the only sentence I could say without fucking up. Sorry for viewers' discretion to advise. A little late, but anyways... According to Open Critic, Kingdom Hearts 3 review goes out lifts at 4 p.m. GMT, so check it out later. I don't know, other than spoilers, and why else would you want to read this? Uh, it's said to be the biggest yet entry, but it isn't surprising considering how long it's been in development. Portally taking between 40 to 50 hours to complete. Now that's a game worth buying. I, If a game is told, okay, if it's not a turntable and it's worth... 40 to 50 hours of completion. That means, like, to watch the completionist do it, it's going to take at least 80 hours. That's a full-time uh, job. Can you imagine going from point A to point B, streaming the entire thing, eight out, 80 hours of content on your hard drive, for one, would be a problem. Two, that, that's a job. Seven days a week, eight hours a day. I mean, for, I'm sure people will play longer because it's like it's a game. You just you're just more invested into it, regardless. I think it'll be fine, but the fact that they put a story out saying that there's going to be a review later on tonight is kind of not really demeaning. It's more like it, it's pointless. Like everybody's going to play the game. Eh. Why? You know, what's the problem here? And then, uh, so just. Another, like, filler, I guess, if you will. Um, I noticed as I was scrolling through some of these stories when I was putting together the script, and this is going a lot faster than I thought, um, that Fortnite has a new skin coming out, or it's already out, but it's called the Honor Guard skin, and it's very easy to get. All you have to do is buy... Oh, actually, let me see how much the phone is. That's a different button. Honor... What is it called? I have a type somewhere. Where is it? Honor View 20 Smartphone. Uh-huh. So, I'm looking for a price, guys. What's going on? Is that really hard? The phone specification. Sure, why not? So, release in 2018 of December. Okay. So, it's already out. Um... It's on the LTE network. This is a lot of BS. Uh, Android point nine, which is Pi, which is interesting. Uh, it's not already 5G. No idea where the freak. Mm. I'm just trying to get a price here. Probably could have just went to Amazon. Let's go to Amazon. Oh my god. Can it just not type? Did my internet crash again? 
I feel like my internet crashed again. Anyways, um, so apparently you're supposed to buy this phone in order to get the skin. It was, uh, equivalent to, oh, it's right, it's right there. $600 on eBay. That works. Actually, that's not, actually not a bad price considering what, the 9 is, like, stu uh, stupid expensive. Like, isn't the Samsung Galaxy 9, like, $900 or something like that? be great if I had somebody to talk to. Again, let me point out, um, I'm going to put in the description my Discord. Feel free to join it and talk to us and rant. What do you think about the podcast? Should I stop it? Should I continue? How should I do it? I have a little format going. Feel free to tell me to change it. If you want to join, just go ahead and tell me and I'll add you to the sub-channel of the thing so you can post stories and we can cover the next podcast. Uh, link will be in the description if you want to watch me on YouTube or Twitch. I'll put that there too. I'll pretty much put everything like I always do. I actually went to YouTube and put my description and put all that level level stuff. Yeah, level. Let's just call it level stuff because broken English is fun. Uh, another one because it's going to take me a while to read. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. This isn't enough. Where you going? He dropped big hints. For, okay, so oh, random no. Final Fantasy VII with more pictures. And it kind of looks like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So Final Fantasy VII remake with the uh, hack and slash mechanic pushed out to 2019. And actually, it doesn't have a re release date, but it's... It looks like they, because they have had radio silence that so they've had a lot of shit going on. Anyways. Oh my god. I lost connection to the internet. Shit. <laughs> well. This is the second time at 8 o'clock in the morning that my Spectrum internet has crashed. Because it's stupid. I was wondering why the shit wouldn't load. God damn. It's okay, I put it in Discord. I should be fine. Um, going back to the next story. So, at this point, I started making keynotes about what was going on and things like that. Um, now, it's having issues because Wi-Fi. Come on now. Uh, story number three. Here's how Super Smash Bros. is just making gaming history on Nintendo Switch. So I feel like this story was a little delayed in comparison because it was put out in this uh, at the point where in December, basically like a few. Uh, shit, I don't even know when it was released. But um, it okay. One of the main things it said was in 11 days it made three million copies. So I was curious. I was like, okay, it made 3 million copies in 11 days. That's an exponential amount within 11 days. And it was like, I believe it was like a late November, like November 28th kind of thing. So in December, so everybody can get it for Christmas and sold 3 million copies. And they actually said it didn't include, it didn't include digital sales for those lovely digital people who like to download everything. Which I was okay with, because that would probably skew the numbers a little bit more. I don't know if the numbers I actually ended up looking up actually affected it or not. But I saw, I actually researched a little bit before I started the podcast, that um, recent, like recently, as of, I assume today, or probably yesterday, it had about 7.5... No, sorry, 7.85 million copies sold. And I assume that's probably including the uh, digital copies because, I mean, it's only been a month. A little over 30, about 60 days, and it's sold about 7.85 million. Yeah, that sounds about right. Anyways, I digress. Uh, getting back to some of the other things that we are doing... Uh, as a, a gamer and the struggling 
environment I'm in. I've been trying to stream DFO. DFO is another finder online uh, game. It's, uh, wow, Oof, man, broken English. Broken sentences, more like it. I, di I didn't make grammar very, I didn't make grammar, God. Anyways, DFO is a great game to play. It's free to play, and uh, according to our last podcast, it's still one of uh, the top games to play when it comes to um, or play uh, to buy things kind of like uh, micro purchases it made like the top three lists and uh, Candy Crush was like shortly behind it which was hilarious but um, going back to the fact that I've been playing this game I've been trying to do like a daily series on this game and I'm, I was wanting to play it but it looks like I gotta wait until God knows when so it looks like I'm going to be playing Smash Bros until about 10 o'clock today can I stream it? Probably not, but um, that's besides the point. Uh, DFO is a great game to play. It gives you about two and a half hours of uh, runtime, depends on uh, how long you go through or how quickly you go through it, because it has a fatigue system. Every time you enter a room inside a dungeon, it gives you one fatigue point. You have 156 to go through, so it's about two and a half hours total if you're listening to the story. Uh, me speedrunning it takes about an hour and a half just cause, but I'm also not really reading anything, skipping everything, selling everything, just leaving, but, um, it's a great game, uh, I am doing the series on a Slayer, um, the Soulbender, and his name is Budget Slayer, because that name has not been taken in the North America's servers yet, so whoop-de-doo, um, going back to... The fact that you should play the game. Uh, if you want to join me on there, I want to create some content so we can actually make a why would you play game and being a party is part of it and rating is another thing. So if you happen to have a level 80 to 85 character, help me get a raid done. But um, so I can get some content so I can actually put it out. Um, going on to another thing, Warframe. They actually put out a... Uh, news, if you will, or on their yeah, their news article themselves, they actually said that they're um, pulling out some more Prime Warframes, and it's going to be Ember Prime, Frost Prime, the Spira and it's not Spira, it's a uh, Sakaris Prime and the uh, shit, what is it called? Reaper Prime. I personally think the Reaper Prime looks sexy as hell, but it's like not worth it. Uh, anyways, um, the primes are good. I'm going to be grinding for them on PlayStation. If you want to join me on there, just add me at Dante Beast Mode on PlayStation. Right now, I don't have Plus, so I can't get any of the bonuses that they got going on. And apparently, that's going to be a thing that we won't get our games until February 4th and then March 4th. Oh, darn. But whatever. If you're into that kind of thing, you're into that kind of thing. But uh, there was a story on it, and I feel like I didn't need to cover it. Um, so, this last segment has always been a problem, because I didn't know what to talk about. So, a lot of times I ask, you know, anybody who's in the chat, or whoever's with me, what games have you played, what do you think of the game, if you were to do a 10-second uh, review, what would it be, and things like that. And I'm going to write that down. Alright, anyways. Um, so, 10 second review for me. Game I've been playing other than DFO. Um, Smash Bros. I guess it's probably the latest game I've played. Because, you know, everybody plays the game. Uh, because it's being of one of the top sellers, I can't really shine any light that hasn't already been covered. But as a player who's playing it off-stream, it's amazingly fun. Like, it doesn't die. You can Like, there was a thing on MatPat, or the game theorist, of him creating numbers based off the scenarios of the game. And, like, as every time I play it, I'm like, this is a new scenario. Somebody ha either has or hasn't covered it. But who knows? But it's a great game to play. There's a lot of characters to do. And I've found out a few things. That classic mode, you can have two people on. And I did not know that. It's co-op. And it actually goes under a different like um, progress system than the single player. So you would have to get twice as much trophies if you are trying to complete it. Found that out watching the completion, uh, completionist. 
Oh, words hurt. Anyways, uh, backing it up to what originally I was wanting to do is movie reminders. There's a lot of movies out lately that look really good. And, of course, you just type in AMC 30. Or, AMC 30, yeah. Tells you where I'm at. Anyways, AMC, and I'll show you some of the movies. Uh, Bumblebee, Wreck-It Ralph, which I'm a little impressed that Wreck-It Ralph is still in the AMC th uh, movies. Because... Wow. <laughs> it's been there for a while. I think it's been there back from November. That's been a good... Like, I guess their lifespan is about three months, but I feel like they should have kicked it out already. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is another one, and I'm not surprised by that one. That was released in December, and it's still January. What do you expect? Aquaman, haven't seen it. And I just know I just want to hear it from people. Anyways... Coming soon, something I wanted to cover is uh, there's a lot of movies coming out in 2019, and uh, because this is the last segment of the podcast, I would like to remind people what are coming out, so you just kind of get a feeling of what to look forward to. Like, I don't have as frequent commercials as most people do, so I don't see all the movie trailers. Um, the ones I did see was like Escape Room and Prodigy. For some reason, it's going to probably be the year of the horror Big horror. Yeah, that sounds about right. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, like, The Prodigy was a movie I saw that was about a kid who's hyper-intelligent and ends up killing people and uh, because of it. I assume it's going to be off of the uh, god matrix of the AI, but whatever. And then Escape Room is Escape Room. I personally dealt with an Escape Room. I, I don't like the concept. But the movie looks fine. I'm not going to watch it. Looks fine. Alita is another movie. It's going to be a full um, rendered film, if you will. It's going to be a full 3D animation movie, or animated movie. Anyways, but it's... Um, I don't know how to explain it. Just watch some trailers. Um, and How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, they have a new movie coming out with a white toothless. I don't know much about it. I don't know if I'll watch it. <laughs> be one of those things where uh, they're trying to push out movies so the people who grew up with the nostalgia of the first one is going to watch all of them kind of thing. Not my cup of tea. Anyways. Well, I guess that's going to end our podcast. And I hope you enjoyed. And see you on the flip side. Don't forget to join me on Discord. I do have a YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitter at NezraxSins. Which I don't tweet much. I really don't. But typically it's where you see me ping my uh, my uploads of streams or podcasts, if you will. Um, Discord, uh, YouTube, Twitter. I don't have an Instagram. I don't need one. And then, what was that other one I have? Twitch. Follow me on Twitch. I need viewers. I have three viewers. Please follow me. I beg you. Oh, no, I was kidding. Well, yeah, no. <sighs> follow me, please. I need viewers. Um, I have a thing on there called StreamJar that is a donation segment. If you want to donate money, I've been playing Breath of the Wild, but apparently I can't play it because of the Wi-Fi. I mean, I mean, I could play it, but I can't show y'all I'm playing it. But, um... The Wi-Fi is down. I can't stream it. But there, I stream a certain version of it. A oh, well, version, if you will. Um, its own version. Because on the Switch, you have different profiles. And on Twitch, I did my own version of it. So I can play through. Because I was trying to figure out if you got the sword before you talked to Impa. What would happen. So on and so forth. Got to make a video out it, uh, about it. So stay tuned. It's only going to be probably a three-minute video, if you will. But, um, yeah. Follow me, please, everywhere. I'm trying to hit the uh, monetization on YouTube, so I'm trying to get a 1,000 followers. So feel free to share wherever podcasts are available, and I know the Anchor app is going to be right for you. Stay tuned for the ad at both the beginning and the end of the podcast, and thank you for listening. Now, where's the stop button? There's no quick stop button. That's some shit. All right, bye, guys.
This is who you're listening to. It's Nazrak from DBM Gaming. So if you guys have uh, been following me on my streams on YouTube or Twitch, I haven't really touched Twitch in a while, but I've been doing a lot of research and uh, doing some lovely stuff lately. Um, so of course, uh, every podcast we're going to start with some lovely stories. And what stories do we have? Well, guess what? If you join my Discord and you're willing to join me uh, during the podcast, I put stories into our podcast uh, channel so I can easily click them. A lot of them are just really simple things that you just Google um, gaming news and it's within the top 15 or just like within the few buttons. But... Uh, we're going to go ahead and kick it off. Story 1. Cyberpunk 2077 creative director leaves CD Projekt Red to join Blizzard. What does that mean? Who knows? So clicking on uh, the link will send you to, of course, a news article that explains everything on who she is and what she's done for a little while. But um, she's had a 13-year career with Project Red. Um, uh, Stephanie Rose... Th- uh, Stephanie rose through the ranks of the Junior Dialogue of Winter 2006 lead story design in 2010, before she was promoted to a creative director of Cyberpunk 2077 in 2013. Stephanie passed the projects including The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Witcher 2 on Xbox 360, The Witcher 2, The Witcher Enhanced Edition, and the original The Witcher. In other words, uh, this lady who was probably a key element for Project Red has just left basically she went to blizzard um so cyber 20 uh, cyberpunk 2077's open war rpg based on the 1988 tabletop game cyberpunk 2020 doesn't have a film yet release date yet what i love how it has a film release date i i don't think they type that out right because isn't it it literally says in the before sentence it is an open-world RPG based on the 2018, er, 20, 1988 tabletop game Cyberpunk 2020. It does not have a film release date yet, any mini-game release date, but rumors have been pointing in the 2019 launch window. It's probably going to be one of those uh, uh, Christmas games that everybody listens or listens to. You know, everybody listens to games, guys. Anyways. Going back to the story, uh, my opinion about this so far, she has left Project Red, uh, a key director, yeah, key director at that, leaving Project Red that has influence on Witcher 3 and 2, and basically the Winter series, so the way they type it out is a little weird. Um, she's really good then, she has a... Um, a reputation, and she's going to Blizzard. And Blizzard is a Year of the Pig recently, so she's a dry design director, so maybe we're going to get some better skins on Overwatch, or we're going to get another good movie out of it. It's really hard to say. I mean, if they're trying to imply a movie, then yeah, I guess so. Um, has uh, Whatever. Um... That's pretty much all I have to say. Just she's going to Blizzard. She will benefit from it. I mean, maybe she'll make Destiny look good. I haven't played that game in a good while. Um, to me, that sounds like a good idea. That's just me, though. Alright, going to story number two. This was more uh, for my friend if he was actually going to freaking join. Hey, I need to look at that. Anyways, um, Kingdom Hearts 3 review. Great news for fans ahead of uh, January 29th release date. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is about to launch in the UK, which means reviews are going live. Very simply put, because uh, speedy time goes fast, speedy time review goes fast. I don't see why reviews really matter. It's just going to get a 5 or 10 star or whatever, however they rank it. I don't see the problem. But it basically says available on PS4 and Xbox One, which I actually thought it was for um, PC too. I don't know why. Hopefully they're going to port it later like they did with Monster Hunter. Because I love to see some mods on there. And, or a Switch one at that. Like, I was having this, uh, talk with my friend. I was just like, why don't they put the, uh, Kingdom Hearts on Switch? It's a family-friendly console with a friendly family game. I'm not saying it would be bad. I just, like, uh, well, I guess technically couldn't it just, it wouldn't hold it very well. But still, the uh, the idea, the idea, idea, uh, whatever. Anyways, the idea of it 
going to switch is just a figment of my imagination. I just got a switch. I'm pushing everything on there. But um, going back to Xbox One and PS4, I think it'll probably be best on PS4 because of the way the Pro is going out right now. Anyways, um, because of the first wave, the score is going live on January 24th. That's today. According to... It's, shit, is today really the 24th? It is the 24th. Welcome to the freaking... What, January 24th podcast? This is number, story number two. Or story number two. That's like, God damn it. This is podcast number two. Um, on a side note, I actually read somewhere that a lot of people don't... Oh, no, I, I heard it from another podcast people I, I listened to. And they actually... Uh, they said a lot of people don't get past 10. And that's my personal goal, to actually get past 10. I don't know. Sorry for the bad talking. I'm just going to put it out there. I have a speech impediment problem, and that's the, literally the only sentence I could say without fucking up. <sighs> Sorry for viewers' discretion of eyes. A little late, but anyways. According to Open Critic, Kingdom Hearts 3 review goes out, lifts at 4 p.m. GMT, so check it out later. I don't know, other than spoilers, and why else would you want to read this? Uh, it's said to be the biggest yet entry, but it isn't surprising considering how long it's been in development. Reportedly taking between 40 to 50 hours to complete. Now that's a game worth buying. I, If a game is told, okay, if it's not a turntable and it's 40 to 50 hours of completion, that means, like, to watch the completionist do it, it's going to take at least 80 hours. That's a full-time job. Can you imagine going from point A to point B, streaming the entire thing, 80 hours of content on your hard drive, for one, would be a problem. Two, that's a job. Seven days a week, eight hours a day. I mean, for, I'm sure people will play longer because it's like it's a game. You just you're just more invested into it, regardless. I think it'll be fine. But the fact that they put a story out saying that there's going to be a review later on tonight is kind of not really demeaning. It's more like it, it's pointless. Like, everybody's going to play the game. Eh. Why, you know, what's the problem here? And then, uh, so just another, like, filler, I guess, if you will. Um, I noticed as I was scrolling through some of these stories when I was putting together the script, and it's going a lot faster than I thought, um, that Fortnite has a new skin coming out, or it's already out, but it's called the Honor Guard skin. And it's very easy to get. All you have to do is buy... Oh, actually, let me see how much the phone is. That's a different button. Honor. What is it called? I have it typed somewhere. Where is it? Honor View 20 Smartphone. Uh-huh. So, I'm looking for a price, guys. What's going on? Is that really hard? Phone, the phone specification, sure, why not? So, release in 2018 of December, okay. So it's already out. Um, it's on the LTE network, this is a lot of BS. Uh, Android Point 9, which is Pi, which is interesting. Uh, it's not already 5G. No idea where the freak. Mmm. I'm just trying to get a price here. Probably could have just went to Amazon. Alright, let's go to Amazon. Oh my god, can it just not type? Did my internet crash again? I feel like my internet crashed again. Anyways, um, so apparently you're supposed to buy this phone in order to get the skin. It was uh, equivalent to... Oh, it's right, it's right there. $600 on eBay. That works. Actually, that's not, actually not a bad price considering what the 9 is like stu uh, stupid expensive. Like, isn't the Samsung Galaxy 9 like $900 or something like that? be great if I had somebody to talk to. Again, let me point out, um, I'm going to put it in the description, my Discord. Feel free to join it. 
and talk to us and rant. What do you think about the podcast? Should I stop it? Should I continue? How should I do it? I have a little format going. Feel free to tell me to change it. If you want to join, just go ahead and tell me, and I'll add you to the sub-channel of the thing so you can post stories and we can cover the next podcast. Uh, link will be in the description if you want to watch me on YouTube or Twitch. I'll put that there, too. I'll pretty much put everything like I always do. I actually went to YouTube and put my description and put all that level level stuff. Yeah, level. Let's just call it level stuff because broken English is fun. Uh, another one, because it's going to take me a while to read. Uh-huh. 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 This isn't enough. Where you going? He dropped big hints. Okay, so oh, random no. Final Fantasy VII with more pictures. And it kind of looks like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So Final Fantasy VII remake with the uh, hack and slash mechanic pushed out to 2019. And actually, it doesn't have a re release date, but it's... It looks like they've, because they have had radio silence that so they've had a lot of shit going on. Anyways. Oh my god. I lost connection to the internet. Shit. <laughs> well. This is the second time at 8 o'clock in the morning that my Spectrum internet has crashed. Because it's stupid. I was wondering why the shit wouldn't load. God damn. It's okay, I put it in Discord. I should be fine. Um, going back to the next story. So, at this point, I started making keynotes about what was going on and things like that. Um, now, it's having issues because the Wi-Fi. Come on now. Uh, story number three. Here's how Super Smash Bros. is just making gaming history on Nintendo Switch. So I feel like this story was a little delayed in comparison because it was put out in this uh, at the point where in December, basically like a few. Uh, shit, I don't even know when it was released. But um, it okay. One of the main things it said was in 11 days it made three million copies. So I was curious. I was like, okay, it made 3 million copies in 11 days. That's an exponential amount within 11 days. And it was like, I believe it was like a late November, like November 28th kind of thing. So in December, so everybody can get it for Christmas and sold 3 million copies. And they actually said it didn't include, it didn't include digital sales for those lovely digital people who like to download everything. Which I was okay with, because that would probably skew the numbers a little bit more. I don't know if the numbers I actually ended up looking up actually affected it or not. But I saw, I actually researched a little bit before I started the podcast, that um, recent, like recently, as of, I assume, today, or probably yesterday, it had about 7.5... No, sorry. 7.85 million copies sold. And I assume that's probably including the uh, digital copies because, I mean, it's only been a month. A little over 30, about 60 days. And it's sold about 7.85 million. Yeah, that sounds about right. Anyways, I digress. Uh, getting back to some of the other things that we are doing... Uh, as a, a gamer in this struggling environment I'm in, I've been trying to stream DFO. DFO is a Finder online uh, game. It's, uh, wow, Oof, man, broken English. Broken sentences, more like it. I, di I didn't make grammar very, I didn't make grammar, oh, God. Anyways, DFO is a great game to play. It's free to play, and uh, according to our last podcast, it's still one of uh, the top games to play when it comes to um, or play uh, to buy things, kind of like uh, micro purchases. It made like the top three lists, and uh, Candy Crush was like shortly behind it, which was hilarious. But um, 
going back to the fact that I've been playing this game. I've been trying to do like a daily series on this game, and I'm I was wanting to play it, but it looks like I gotta wait until God knows when. So it looks like I'm going to be playing Smash Bros until about ten o'clock today. Can I stream it? Probably not, but um, that's besides the point. Uh, DFO is a great game to play. It gives you about two and a half hours of uh, runtime, depends on uh, how long you go through or how quickly you go through it because it has a fatigue system. Every time you enter a room inside a dungeon, it gives you one fatigue point. You have 156 to go through, so it's about two and a half hours total if you're listening to the story. Uh, me speedrunning it, it takes about an hour and a half just because, but I'm also not really reading anything skipping everything selling everything just leaving but um it's a great game uh i am doing the series on a slayer um the soulbender and his name is budget slayer because that name has not been taken in the north america's servers yet so whoop-de-doo um going back to the fact that you should play the game uh if you want to join me on there i want to create some content so we can actually make a why would you play game and being a party is part of it and raiding is another thing so if you happen to have a level 80 to 85 character help me get a raid done but um so i can get some content so i can actually put it out um going on to another thing warframe they actually put out a uh, news if you will or on their yeah their news article themselves they actually said that they're um, pulling out some more Prime Warframes, and it's going to be Ember Prime, Frost Prime, the Spyro, it's not Spyro, it's a uh, Sakaris Prime, and the, uh, shit, what is it called? Reaper Prime. I personally think the Reaper Prime looks sexy as hell, but it's like, not worth it. Uh, anyways, um, the primes are good. I'm going to be grinding for them on PlayStation. If you want to join me on there, just add me at Dante Beast Mode on PlayStation. Right now, I don't have Plus, so I can't get any of the bonuses that they got going on. And apparently, that's going to be a thing that we won't get our games until February 4th and then March 4th. Oh, darn. But whatever. If you're into that kind of thing, you're into that kind of thing. But there was a story on it, and I feel like I didn't need to cover it. Um, so this last segment has always been a problem because I didn't know what to talk about. So a lot of times I asked, you know, anybody who's in the chat or whoever's with me, what games have you played? What do you think of the game? If you were to do a 10-second uh, review, what would it be? And things like that. And I'm going to write that down. All right. Anyways, um, so 10 second review for me, game I've been playing other than DFO, um, Smash Bros. I guess it's probably the latest game I've played because, you know, everybody plays the game. Uh, because it's being of one of the top sellers, I can't really shine any light that hasn't already been covered. But as a player who's playing it off stream, it's amazingly fun. Like, it doesn't die. You can, like, there was a thing on MatPat or the game theorist of him creating numbers based off the scenarios of the game. And, like, as every time I play it, I'm like, this is a new scenario. Somebody ha either has or hasn't covered it. But who knows? But it's a great game to play. There's a lot of characters to do. And I've found out a few things. That classic mode, you can have two people on. And I did not know that. It's co-op. And it actually goes under a different like um, progress system than the single player. So you would have to get twice as much trophies if you are trying to complete it. Found that out watching the completion uh, completionist. Oh, words hurt. Anyways, uh... Backing it up to what originally I was wanting to do is movie reminders. There's a lot of movies out lately that look really good. And, of course, you just type in AMC 30. Or, AMC 30, yeah. Tells you where I'm at. Anyways, AMC, and it'll show you some of the movies. Uh, Bumblebee, Wreck-It Ralph, which I'm a little impressed that Wreck-It Ralph is still in the AMC th uh, movies. Because... Wow. <laughs> it's been there for a while. I think it's been there back from November. That's been a good... Like, I guess their lifespan is about three months, but 
I feel like they should have kicked it out already. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is another one, and I'm not surprised by that one. That was released in December, and it's still January. What do you expect? Aquaman, haven't seen it. And I just, no, I just want to hear it from people. Anyways, coming soon, something I wanted to cover is uh, there's a lot of movies coming out in 2019, and... uh because this is the last segment of the podcast, I would like to remind people what are coming out. So you just kind of get a feeling of what to look forward to. Like, I don't have as frequent commercials as most people do, so I don't see all the movie trailers. Um, the ones I did see was, like, Escape Room and Prodigy. For some reason, it's going to probably be the year of the horror. Big horror. Yeah, that sounds about right. Anyways. <laughs> um, so... Like, The Prodigy was a movie I saw that was about a kid who's hyper-intelligent and ends up killing people and uh, because of it. I assume it's going to be off of the uh, god matrix of the AI, but whatever. And then Escape Room is Escape Room. I personally dealt with an Escape Room. I, I don't like the concept. But the movie looks fine. I'm not going to watch it. Looks fine. Alita is another movie. It's going to be a full... Um, rendered film, if you will. It's going to be a full 3D animation movie, or animated movie. Anyways, but it's, um... I don't know how to explain it. Just watch some trailers. Um, and How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, they have a new movie coming out with a white toothless. I don't know much about it. I don't know if I'll watch it. <laughs> be one of those things where... Uh, they're trying to push out movies so the people who grew up with the nostalgia of the first one is going to watch all of them kind of thing. Not my cup of tea. Anyways. Well, I guess that's going to end our podcast. And I hope you enjoyed. And see you on the flip side. Don't forget to join me on Discord. I do have a YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitter at Nezrak Sins, which I don't tweet much. I really don't. But typically, it's where you see me ping my uh, my uploads of streams or podcasts, if you will. Um, Discord, uh, YouTube, Twitter. I don't have an Instagram. I don't need one. And then, what was that other one I have? Twitch. Follow me on Twitch. I need viewers. I have three viewers. Please follow me. I beg you. Oh, no, I was kidding. Well, yeah, no, okay. <sighs> Follow me, please. I need viewers. Um, I have a thing on there called StreamJar that is a donation segment. If you want to donate money, I've been playing Breath of the Wild, but apparently I can't play it because of the Wi-Fi. I mean, I mean, I could play it, but I can't show y'all I'm playing it. But um, the Wi-Fi is down. I can't stream it. But there, I stream a certain version of it. Oh, well, version, if you will. Um, its own version because on the Switch you have different profiles and on Twitch, I did my own version of it so I can play through. Because I was trying to figure out if you got the sword before you talk to Impa, what would happen, so on and so forth. Got to make a video out it, uh, about it, so stay tuned. It's only going to be probably a three-minute video, if you will. But, um, yeah. Follow me, please, everywhere. I'm trying to hit the uh, modernization on YouTube, so I'm trying to get a thousand followers. So feel free to share wherever podcasts are available, and I know the Anchor app is going to be right for you. Stay tuned for the ad at both the beginning and the end of the podcast, and thank you for listening. Now, where's the stop button? There's no s quick stop button. That's some shit. All right, bye guys. <laughs>